Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. Welcome to the Arkansas AgCast for October 14th. I'm your host, Jason Brown. This week, we talked to Arkansas State Fair Livestock Director, Chris Bacchus, about the benefits of showing livestock and poultry. We also talked to Leanne Bullington about the role as a family consumer science educator. And we hear about the Farm Bureau PR team's trip to Media Day at the State Fair. First up, Chris Bacchus outlines the livestock showing activities at the State Fair, how students have leveraged their experiences to start businesses in Arkansas, and the real-world implications of showing animals. Okay, Chris Bacchus, my friend, it has been a long time. You know, we were talking earlier, and I joked that I think somehow you and I have worked together in every position that you've held. You've been at the (laughs) FFA twice, I think. Um, obviously, uh, ag advisor, uh, in your, in your hometown. And now you are livestock director at the state fair, right? Yes, sir. Well, it's so good to, so good to catch up with you again. And I know that you are running around like crazy. If, if, if you guys don't know, there are a few people who actually live at the fair and I'm not, I'm not talking about the people who run the rides. I'm talking about, <laughs> uh, I'm talking about other folks. And Chris Bacchus is one of those folks who actually sets up residence at the fair. Is that right? Well, why are you doing that? That's correct. So I've been here for two weeks straight now, um, just getting everything ready for the shows, getting prepared for everything. And then obviously during the week, uh, we have shows every day throughout the fair and people moving in, moving out and cleaning barns and all of that kind of stuff. So, so we're set up until the, until the duration of the fair. Yeah. It sounds pretty busy. I have a question though. How many funnel cakes and or corn dogs have you eaten already? Well, the, uh, <laughs> the frustrating piece is that for the past two weeks, they haven't been open. So I'm looking forward to opening day tomorrow where all these food trucks open up and I get it to actually start eating fair food. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Side benefit. Well, yes. that being said, we're going to talk about an aspect of the fair today, the state fair today that doesn't involve corn dogs or Ferris wheels. And that is the livestock, uh, showing portion Now, you guys have actually been going, since last weekend, I believe Sunday. Um, yes, sir. So you you've been going, you know, for a week almost before the fair even opens, and then you you'll continue uh, livestock showings and 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 that portion of the state fair uh, through the twenty third. So I'm just a little bit curious. I, you know, I, I've I've made it known on this show before. I'm a livestock guy, or I'm a row crop guy. I don't know a lot about livestock, so I'm just curious. Teach me something and our listeners who haven't been involved in livestock their whole life. Um, teach us something. What, what is this concept? What is livestock showing or showing livestock? Sure. So, um, you know, I think a lot of people different have, have different opinions or views of what livestock showing is. And if you go to your county fair and you, you talk to some of the kids and you get a little bit of an idea there. Um, but then when you start going up in different levels, we've got some of the most competitive people in the country that live in Arkansas and some of the, the most competitive young people that, that mm-hmm. live here. And, and so that's the really cool thing about the livestock show is that, um, you know, there's really two aspects of it. There's from the breeder's perspective, um, from the agriculturalist that's producing quality animals, 
they're breeding and, and trying to create the perfect animal. Um, you know, that that's their goal. And, and their goal is to try to improve their genetics, show off their genetics and improve those. And then a critical piece to that is the junior exhibitors and the young people that are interested and have a curiosity about agriculture or a desire to be involved. And that's where that partnership comes in place where those breeders can get those animals in the hands of our junior exhibitors. And the junior exhibitors are the ones that raise them, feed them, care for them, and try to get them at their best um, show quality so that when they come to the fair, um, they're able to showcase those genetics and, and showcase the breeders work as well. So it's kind of a, a unique partnership between mm -hmm. the industry and, and our young exhibitors that the breeders are have a goal in mind. And then the young people are there um, to make that goal happen and, and to work hand in hand with them while at the same time, um, kind of learning a little bit about leadership and, and time management and all of those other pieces that it takes to interact with adults and, and to keep a project going. So, so I think that's the unique piece of the livestock showing is that it's really more than just, ribbons and, and taking your animal in the ring for the day of the show it's it really is a 24 hour and day commitment and uh, a year-round commitment for most of these kids yeah and the, i mean with real world implications right i mean i'm just curious do the genetics that come through a livestock showing program like this whether it be on the county fair level or state fair level do those genetics ever make it out um i guess for lack of a better term into the real world onto the real pasture Sure. So, um, you know, the unique thing about these young people is that you could walk through the barn and probably um, every single kid could tell you um, the genetics of their animal, what sire they're out of, what dam they're out of, where they were bred, um, any of that kind of information. And, and the majority of our show, show animals are bred through um, the latest industry standards of artificial insemination, embryo mm -hmm. transfer, um, all of those things. So our students are kind of getting a snapshot or a preview of that. Um, before they even, uh, you know, get to the industry part or have animals of their own. And, and the really cool thing is whenever some of our young people um, take such an interest in that and get so invested that, you know, Maggie McDonald from Magnolia, she started her own um, uh, blood testing uh, company where she's starting to do sampling to and, and can tell whether an animal is um, pregnant or not and doing some other blood testing, getting involved in genetic work. And, and she's a, a high school student. Oh my um, we've got a young person that uh, Carson White from Rosebud area that, you know, took an interest in the, just the general appearance and the hoof trimming and the importance that that makes and has now started a business where he's uh, trimming hooves for people in the industry to, because he understands now the importance of proper care and maintenance. So to me, that's the neat thing is whenever our junior exhibitors become so invested that, um, you know, they, they start engaging in the industry at a young age. Um, now I'm not going to be naive and say that, you know, the ideal show animal is also going to be the ideal industry animal, uh, mm -hmm. because sometimes in the show world, we're, we're trying to produce something that looks really pretty in the show ring. And that may not, you know, if you're a packer and you're just wanting meat that you don't care about the hair and all the, the glitz of all of it. But, mm -hmm. um, for the most part, I think the value and the, and the real industry connection is learning all those other pieces of nutrition and genetics and, and making that connection right yeah so our podcast producer matthew and i were on a farm in north central arkansas a ranch i guess a few weeks ago and we talked about data usage in in breeding in the breeding process this rancher used ai um had been through a course uh several years ago and it talked about some of the 
some of the data access they have now, like, uh, I, I'm going to age myself here, but almost like a Sears catalog where you, where you yes. go through and you're, you, you know, you're flipping through the different genetics and, and qualities. Um, and those things do make a difference to a packer sometimes. Right. And, and, and part of that is what these kids are learning, I assume. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's interesting whenever, uh, the shows are going on, there'll be flyers posted up through the barn of people that are selling different, um, semen on different bulls or boars or whatever. And, um, so it's, it is interesting. It's almost like the Sears catalog where you get to pick out, uh, the genetics that you want and then, and order that and it comes straight to you. So, yeah. Fascinating. That's, that's, that's truly fascinating. Well, okay. So we've talked a lot about showing, uh, uh, it sounds like we jumped pretty quickly into, into beef and, and, and pork here, uh, probably, uh, deservedly. So that's what most of us consume. But what, tell me, tell me a little bit about the animals that are being shown uh, at the state fair. Have been shown this week and and through the duration. Sure. So the really um, cool thing about the state fair is that we try to recognize and have competitions for all of the different major species of livestock and poultry. So we started um, last weekend with our breeding sheep show, and that we had two hundred and eighty head of breeding sheep here. Anything from uh, Columbia's Rambolets, Lincoln's that are wool breeds grown primarily just for their wool, Mm -hmm. um, all the way to Dorpers and Katahdin's, which are grown specifically for their meat. And Mm -hmm. so that's a really unique show because, uh, in our champion drive overall drive, you have, uh, quite a variety of different sizes and, and scales and even purpose of sheep out there. And so, um, that's just an example of, of one of the shows that people don't often see that, um, is a really a competitive show and, and popular, but we'll have boar goat shows, registered boar goat shows. Um, and then obviously our market shows in lambs and goats, we've got our market shows for cattle, but then also registered breeding cattle. Um, same thing with swine, our market show, and then our breeding guilt show. We have rabbits where we have, um, to on Friday, the, the first fair, we'll have our meat pen. So we have a, a commercial meat show for rabbits. And then we follow it the Saturday and Sunday with a breeding rabbit show. And then same thing with our poultry. We have a, a commercial broiler show in partnership with the University of Arkansas. And then we'll follow that with our uh, poultry show where we'll have all kinds of breeds of chickens and uh, uh, quite a variety there as well. So we really do have, um, for our major species of livestock and poultry, a show that will encompass or, or kind of fit every aspect of the industry. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad you brought up uh, hair sheep. We, uh that's such a fascinating uh, industry that's really starting to take off. Uh, and and uh, when I say hair sheep, I mean, you know, sheep raised for, for their meat. That's, that's an industry yeah. that's starting to take off as I understand in the state. So it's cool to see that incorporated as part of this as well. It is. And actually our hair breed, our Katahdin breed was our largest breed show this year. So, um, wow. you know, that, that kind of reflects and shows the popularity of that part of our industry too so yeah yeah absolutely well, what are some of the prizes or benefits I, I i guess i could ask that a different way why you know we've talked about some of the things that can be discovered obviously we've talked about two businesses uh, that have been born out of out of uh showing livestock just you know just recently but what are some <clears throat> of the the benefits um you know that that a kid can take away Sure. So, you know, in the short term and the immediate uh, things that you notice, um, we do pay premium money in partnership with Arkansas Livestock and Poultry Commission and and the entry fees that our students pay to compete at the state fair. So every exhibitor that places um, will receive a premium check after the fair to reward them for how well they place in the show. 
we also do, you know, have ban- uh, you know, banners and different things. This year, we in our market show, we've added um, some big state champion type rings for our our division champions. So that we think that'll be fun for the kids just to recognize them, give them some recognition, mm-hmm. and then obviously um, the biggest kind of attraction for the general public and and our supporters is on Thursday night of the the fair. We have our junior livestock sale of champions where we'll recognize our top twenty seven. Uh, market animal exhibitors and and reward them with premium money and uh, so we hope to see everybody there and, and have a big crowd to recognize those 27 individuals who've put in a lot of work on that um, from there you know a lot of these uh, students can you know they'll if it's a market animal they'll be able to sell that animal after the fair um, and and try to invest in a in a future project or they may be able to sell that animal to a breeder who uh, is interested in those genetics and so there's a lot of different opportunities there um the livestock show is a kind of an avenue for them to market those animals as well yeah so tell me these kids when they win prize money or sell an animal are they going out and buying a you know a playstation or are they investing (laughs) that back in the in the in the trade I would say probably they are, uh, they're not going out and spending it that way. Uh, my niece, she, uh, was talking at the first of the week, what, what animal she's already got picked out for next year, um, that she's going to use all of her, she's calculated how much premium money she's earned this year so far. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of planned out what she's going to do in the future. And then, you know, some of them, um, we do have some scholarships and different things that, um, we'll kind of build for the kids. And then when they go to college, that'll, um, that'll help. We don't give as many scholarships here, but, um, throughout we've, we've started trying to give the money directly to the kid now so that they can continue to invest and and build their program. So that hopefully by the time they get to college, they'll have, uh, be a little self-sufficient anyways, but yeah, certainly. Well, that's great. That's great to hear. And now purple circle, would that be, tell me, can you tell me just a little bit about the purple circle, how it ties in here? Yeah, so um, we're thrilled to partner with Arkansas Farm Bureau, and and I don't know the exact year that it started, but it's been going for many years where the Arkansas Farm Bureau has a Purple Circle Club that uh, every year they have an inductee class from that year's fair, and those are the most prestigious awards that uh, if you get a champion award or um, this year we're doing it for our top five overall in each show, so those will be the very best five animals in each of the shows will get those exhibitors will get inducted into the 2021 purple circle club and and farm bureau does a great job they um, provide a banquet for those kids and recognize them so it's just an extra honor that farm bureau provides on top of what the fair is doing to to recognize these kids um just to show their commitment to you know rewarding them for the work Mm -hmm. that they've put in so it's kind of a prestigious deal whenever kids get that purple circle lanyard they they usually get pretty excited so that's great that's great uh all right, as we're wrapping up here, I'm just curious, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad raising a, a, a kiddo in the city. Uh, what what might, uh, you know, what, what might be a good reason for me to come out and, and bring my bring my child out to the livestock area, pry her away from the cotton candy and get over there to see you guys? What, what might be a good reason for me to do that? Sure. So I would say, um, you know, just to see different types of animals, to be able to see um, and, and see the most elite animals. I mean, these animals are, are comparable to an athlete in a competition where mm-hmm. they are, um, you know, in, in the, the most, you know, physically fit form that they can be perfect. They're grooming. Um, it, if it's a show where the animals are groomed, like that's a fascinating process just to, 
watch how much um, work and effort goes into blow drying and, and getting the hair just perfect and the adhesives that go in. I mean, they use more hairspray here than we use at the pageant at the fair. Um, and so I think that's a fascinating thing for a, for a general public to just be able to come through and watch and see some of that stuff that maybe they don't see on a normal basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing, if a show's going on, you know, uh, pick a kid and root for him. Uh, if there's one that you like in its class and it, it wins its class, then stick around and watch the grand drive and see how it does overall. So if you, uh, if you get involved and kind of watch and, and root for someone, then I think that's a, a fun aspect of it too. It makes the show a little more engaging. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, last question, this may be a tough one. I'm, 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 I'm right. throwing this one on you, but is there uh can we, is there an opportunity here to, to bust a myth or, or a misconception here around a livestock showing. Is there, is there a rumor you've heard around the fairgrounds that, uh, that you could, that you could take on? Well, I, I don't know. This may be too general of a myth to, to, to meet the actual qualification, but I think one of the biggest misconceptions that, that we get is just the, um, that these kids are grabbing these animals and, and bringing them from the field and just bringing them to town for, for the week. And, yeah think that the misconception is there that maybe they don't, you know, or, or people don't understand everything that goes into it and understand that, you know, most of these kids get up every morning before they go to school and they exercise and walk and feed and rinse and do all of that. And every night as soon as they get home from school, even if they're uh, getting home from basketball practice or whatever, um, they're spending two or three more hours training them to walk correctly, training them to um, stand correctly and rinsing again and all of that kind of stuff. So just the work that goes into it. Um, you know, we, I think that's probably the, a common misconception when you mm-hmm. just see a pig standing in a, in a stall or a lamb standing in a stall, you don't realize the hours of work that it took to, to get it to that point or, mm-hmm. or walking on a treadmill or whatever it may be. Just, I think that's probably the biggest misconception maybe. Yeah, no, I, you know what? I love that. Uh, uh, had the chance to visit um a show barn down at uh, center point um, I, oh gosh it's been weeks ago and was talking some to some of the ffa students down there and they were telling me about this lamb treadmill and you know i mean just the process and you're you're exactly right every one of the kids i talked to down there were getting up and going to that barn you know at 5 a.m before school uh tending tending to that animal coming back you know, the weekends, you know, no time off. And that, so that's great. It's not too general at all. I, I love that you mentioned that fact um, and look forward to seeing some of these animals myself. I will tell you, we are um, going to come grab some lunch at the fair. So, right. uh, so I'm looking forward to stopping by and seeing you guys out there and just thank you for making the time to chat today. Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, and best of luck. Uh, Don't eat too much fair food, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Next, we catch up with Leanne Bullington to hear about her accomplishments as County Extension Agent Staff Chair and what she'll be doing in her new role as Family Consumer Science Educator. Welcome to AgCast. I'm Keith Sutton with Arkansas Farm Bureau, and this week I have a very special guest. A lot of you will know this lady. Uh, She, in my mind, uh, always brings to mind good cooking. Uh, Leanne Bullington with the Cooperative Extension Service in Woodruff County. Good morning, Leanne. 
Good morning, Keith. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Well, I, every time I think of you, I think of all the good foods you have uh, served to us in different meetings. You've uh, shown us how to cook healthy and how to cook inexpensively and always cook something good. And we've had a chance to work together on some cooking videos, even with your uh, grandkids, right? Right, and I've always enjoyed that. That's one of my favorite parts of this job. Well, uh, let's tell everybody a little bit about uh, what what you've been doing and how long, and uh, then we're going to kind of surprise some folks because uh, you've got a brand-new job description. Great, yes. Well, I have served as an uh, Extension FCS agent for a total of about 15 years between Woodruff County and then I was out for a while and then I came back to work for Extension and worked over in Cross County for four or five years and then had the opportunity to come back into Woodruff County again uh, for the since 2015 I've been back here in Woodruff County um, just as the County Extension Agent FCS, uh, and I've served as a staff chair here in Woodruff County. So it's been a, a great time. It's been probably, you know, I think being an Extension Agent is almost like a calling, and I, it's something I felt like I would probably do until I retired, and I have loved loved what I've done. I've loved getting to uh, do cooking demos and working with people like Farm Bureau and, and other organizations and everything. It has really just been a blessing to me. I know you've brought so much to the people of Woodruff County, uh, downtown uh, in McCrory, I believe, maybe Augusta too. Uh, mm-hmm. You had a very important program that helps people uh, who are food insecure and uh, teaching them how to eat healthy uh, on some of the things that were uh, provided to them. Tell folks a little bit about that because I think that is one of your legacies. Oh, well, I appreciate that. That is um, called the warehouse, and actually it's a food distribution, and it's a great uh, collaboration and partnership with the uh, University of Arkansas Division of Agricultural Research Extension here in Woodruff County, as well as with our care and with the city of McCrory. You know, no one of these entities could do this program by themselves. It takes right. us all to do it, and so it, it really has um it's been a success. It's been an adventure. It's something I hope that we will continue. Actually, I have uh, been approached about uh, talking with some other agents and our care and finding some more partners, uh, maybe to do the same type of programming in other areas of the state. So I'm kind of excited about that, but that is exactly what that is. Uh, so people that are in need, there's no uh, requirements or anything that anybody has to to meet. You know, um, just if if they have some issues going on and they're hungry, they don't have enough food to make it last of the month. They they can come to the warehouse and get that. But it's more than that. It's uh, there's health. Uh, aspects to it so usually there are times when people could get their blood pressures checked maybe their a1c's checked um have their weight measured if they needed that the library was always there and had some great resources for people that came um i was there my snap um uh, work person was always there again with more nutrition education 
uh, materials and I always did the cooking demo using um, things that they were getting in their distribution for that month. So if they got something unusual that maybe they didn't know how to cook, um, you know, I was there to try to show them how to use that product and not let it go to waste. So hopefully we may be replicating that in some different good, places. Good. And uh, another program that comes to mind that you've been heavily involved with and I want people to know about this because uh, we're fixing to talk about your new job. Uh, another one that you've been very involved with from the very start is called Sharegrounds. Can you tell everybody a little about that? Yes, uh, that is, is another uh, program that's here. Um, we have dealt a lot with with food and nutrition in this area because there's been a great need. We uh, This area over here is considered a food desert, and uh, so the need to bring safe and good food to people is, is very important. But the Sharegrounds was a project started by Dr. Amanda Perez and um, looking at commercial kitchens. So uh, people that have a product, maybe, maybe they're a great gardener or whatever it is, but they've got some, they have that entrepreneurial uh, spirit about them and they, whatever it is that they've got, and they think I could take this to market uh, a food product. It's, the Sharegrounds is where you can get that done. So it's a commercial kitchen. It's all um, health department approved. It's got all the certifications that it needs. We have people out there that will help you uh, develop your product. Actually, we work closely with the food innovation uh, people in out of Fayetteville, out of the campus up there, to help uh, develop your recipe, develop your label, um, all types of things out there, and that is located right here. So if, if you're an avid gardener or if you're a produce farmer or whatever, uh, if you've got something that you want to do, some value added um, to that product so that you could take it to market, uh, the Sharegrounds is located here in Woodruff County. Uh, close. There's not very many uh, commercial kitchens around that people can, like, rent. Um, most of those, there's lots of commercial kitchens, schools have them, hospitals have them, all those different places have them, but they're in use full time. And so this was, um, a kitchen that was located at our fairgrounds. It was only used, you know, a week or so out of the year, uh, which is typical for kitchens at fairgrounds. And so we were able to revamp this one and bring it up to code and, um, and then are able to help people. Uh, with a value-added product so that possibly they could take that to market and sell. Well, we could go on and on. There's so many wonderful programs you have uh, been a big part of, and we want everybody to know you're not going away. Uh, you're still going to have your office there in Woodruff County, and you've got sort of a new job description, right? I do. I do. So um, there is a brand new position in extension. So it, it, nobody's held this position before. It's called a family consumer science um, educator position. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be assisting new agents and learning programming, program planning techniques, um, how to implement their programs in their counties, maybe learn some things like some demonstration techniques and methods that Possibly they don't know. Um, doing cooking demos, it's one of my loves, and I love to do that. And you have certainly um, helped me with that, Keith, and, and shared in that at different oh, that's, times that's and helped me get job. that out. It is a fun <laughs> job, but it's not really something that 
it's a it's a on the job training type thing that you learn, right, right. and there's nobody that really teaches that. So I'm gonna have the opportunity to go around and help some new agents learn those types of things to do. Maybe help them um, with the visibility of their programs, um, meeting new people, collaborating with great partners like Farm Bureau and and others that they can get to know when you're a new agent and just learning what all extension does it it's really hard so i'm going to be out there as a mentor to these to these new agents and um just help them get their programs up and running so we have uh, extension agents in every county in arkansas am i right we do and we do so, all 75 so, counties so you'll be uh, really uh helping bring your programs and other programs to folks all over the state and not just in Woodruff County. That's right. That's right. I'm really excited about the opportunities. And again, it's a brand new position. Um, There is an ag position that's something like this, and it was very successful. Hank Cheney holds that position right now. And uh, he has been very successful in the ag side of that program. And so they wanted to do the same thing for FCS agents and, um, and, I applied for that and was selected, and and I'm very excited about the opportunity to get to work with with these uh, different people and everything across the state. So every county's different. Every agent's different. There's needs, all the needs around the state. They're not the same as what they are here, but they all are interrelated. And so I'm excited to work with them. Well, I know a lot of people who are listening to this uh, know you. They've... uh, set in uh, meetings where you've been teaching cooking classes or doing demonstrations and had an opportunity to try a lot of the good uh, recipes that that you've uh, developed over the years. And so this is good news that we'll be able to see maybe some of our other agents doing uh, similar things in their counties as well. And so we wanted to let everybody know about your change in Uh, How would some of these uh, folks get in touch with you if they need more information, Leanne? Well, they can always contact me via email, and that is lbullington, B-U-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N, at U-A-D-A dot E-D-U. Or they can call here. I'm still going to be housed here in Woodruff County in this local office. Um, we'll have a new FCS agent that hopefully I'll get to be involved with and show her or him, whomever that is, uh, some of the ropes around here and get to introduce them to the people that I've been working with. Um, so you can still contact me right here at the office or uh, contact someone at the state office, either one, and they can get you in touch with me. Finally, Jenny Higgs and I have a little fun and recap the tastes of the Arkansas State Fair Midway by doing our best impression of food critics. All right, Jenny Higgs is with me here on the Arkansas AgCast, and uh, we are going to recap a little, uh, an outing that yeah. the uh, Farm Bureau PR team had today, right? Yes, we had an outing. We are allowed to leave the office, um, so we got to go to the State Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 81st State Fair, mm-hmm. Arkansas State Fair this year. Uh, I, an interesting fact I learned today, the fair has only been canceled three times. Yeah. Okay. Can Can you guess the, the three occurrences that, that canceled the state fair? Um. Does it, I was, 
listening when they were saying that. So I think okay, I at least counts. heard some of it. It was World War. Wow, words are hard. World War Two. Yeah, two years, two consecutive years for that. Yeah, and COVID. Yeah. Okay. So out of the eighty, this is the eighty-first year. Mm-hmm. Only we've only missed three years of the Arkansas State Fair, and, mm-hmm. and one of those was was last year, the eightieth year. Yep. Um. So why, Jenny? Why did we go to the fair today? Well, you know, Farm Bureau has a lot of ties with the fair. Um. You know, the livestock portion is something we like majorly support. Mm-hmm. But uh, today we were invited as media to promote um, the fair food. Yeah. And so we went to go try out all the fair food before everyone else gets there. Yeah. If we kind of felt like VIPs. And you're oh, right yeah. about the, before we move on, you're right about the livestock show. Yep. So uh, just this morning, I got to talk to uh, Chris Bacchus, who is the livestock director at the Arkansas State Fair, telling us all about um, those those uh, events. Yep. Back to the fair food. So we had this uh, very cool opportunity, a first for me, Mm-hmm. Um, to uh, hop out on the midway and taste some food. So, um, you know, we took the whole team mm-hmm. and everybody tried a little bit of everything. And I, I've made a few highlight, I'm a, a list of some highlights here. Uh, but I'm interested, do you have any highlights from, from today's? Yeah, I mean, any day that, that someone's going to stick me around a bunch of free food is definitely a highlight, just overall, okay, overarching. Yeah, yeah. So the whole day was already a highlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that stuck out to me, it was the smoked uh, turkey barbecue mac and cheese yeah. combo. Um, I mean, pristine. Yeah, like, that, that, that was, was my highlight. That was, uh, I think it was dubbed the uh, stuffed turkey leg. Um, by yes. H2Q. Uh, but I have a tidbit yep. about that. I agree it was very good. But I have a tidbit. That is not only a food. That is not a, a food that you have to wait on the fair to get. Did you know that you can get stir, stuffed turkey legs here in Little Rock every day at lunch? You know, um, I didn't. And I'm a little offended by that. Because <laughs> this is something that I would have once a week <laughs> yeah one of my classmates from high school so i went to four city high school yeah one of my classmates has a food truck called, called down home blues barbecue okay. and he sets up on markham uh right near that kroger rodney rodney Perham and markham every really? every weekday and has stuffed turkey legs for sale so well i was kind of intrigued to try that today too to kind of do a taste test against uh yeah. ronnie duff and down home blues barbecue yeah well, obviously, you know, H2Q did a great job. So I did something on my uh, Instagram before the event, and I, I posted the menu and asked folks to screenshot it and circle what they wanted me to try. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I'm going to go over some of the yeah, yeah. some of the selections, some of the votes. So it was the uh, mac and cheese, deep fried mac and cheese ball. That like Cajun, it kind of has a Cajun taste to it. had that Cajun yeah. sauce with it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know what? What? I thought it was pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, I was into it. It was like a almost like a larger hush puppy with mac and cheese in it. So I guess really what I should say is it was a fried mac and cheese. Same thing. It was. Same it difference. was. It was about three sizes, three times the size of a hush puppy. Yeah, that's true. Good. That's true. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> another thing that they wanted me to try were the stuffed 
turkey legs, and yep. I did. This was a if you're if you're if you haven't been out or if you if you have a chance to go go try these. But it, when they say stuffed turkey leg, it's basically imagine stuffed turkey leg uh, uh, turkey leg that is smoked and pulled off the bone, and then ma- mixed up with mac and cheese we mm. we sometimes see this with like pulled pork as a matter of fact i think i thought it was pulled pork at first yeah um and and it's really a good combination uh yeah. that was good and then the other thing they wanted me to try was cheese on a stick did you yeah, did you yeah, go for yeah. this one so they had american cheese or pepper jack and um i went with american so but it it's literally like just like cheese Another hush puppy Inside shaped item. Hush puppy. <laughs> Anything that's fried and circular, I'm just like hush puppy. <laughs> Another hush puppy shaped item. It was. Uh, it was pretty good. Did you have pepper jack or American? I went American. I was kind oh, of afraid. Yeah. I had gotten a spicy uh, sauce with a taco earlier. I oh, was yeah. kind of afraid. You're that, like the combo is getting tricky. Yeah, the food might have been plentiful out there, but the 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 drinks were not. The, yeah. the water was not, and so I was kind of afraid of that it was pretty good though yeah different than i expected not like a mozzarella cheese stick or something no 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 not like that at all yeah um and then the desserts were interesting so uh i got asked to try the fried brownie deep fried brownie which is called the what the the fried fried what what? yeah (laughs) Sorry, the I deep, thought we had a thing. No, you're going right. You're right. The fried what? Uh, the out. deep fried brownie and ice cream. So I went over to try this, and then producer Matthew showed up. Yeah. And I didn't want to take it all for myself. So I gave him my portion. Yeah, I saw that. It's super nice of you. Um, I unfortunately would not think that way, and I hate mine. So <laughs> I did not give it to anyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So give us a review on that. Let uh, us know how how was that one? It was it was super good, but so sweet. Like yeah. it, it had ice cream with it, so it was the fried brownie had ice cream with it with rip, whipped cream on top, and you definitely need the ice cream in there to balance out how sweet that fried brownie is. Yeah. Um. It was on a stick though. It, uh, Jenny, what would you call the shape of the fried brownie? What? What kind of question? It was, was round. That? Puppy <laughs> okay listen that thing was not circular so not a hush puppy all right you're not understanding my qualifications for what a hush puppy is um it was on a stick though and you're yeah. right i mean uh whipped cream on top of ice cream is just next level and yep. then the other thing uh that was voted on on my instagram was uh the banana pudding Ooh, yeah. funnel cake Did i didn't try that this. i saw Brian Pistole, our um, creative director, uh-huh. he tried it. Um, at this point, I was almost in a food coma. So I was like, if I have one more, I'm going to be useless at work. You know, because yeah. obviously I'm very useful right now. <laughs> um, but I watched him have it, and uh-huh. he took about three bites, and he was like, this is amazing, but I need a nap right now. So then I know Matthew jumped in, I think, and had a bite. Yeah. Um, but he said, I mean, he said it was really good. That one looked phenomenal. Like yeah. that, that one, I'm like actually regretting that I didn't take. And they had more than just banana pudding, yeah. I think. That was a strawberry yeah, version. Strawberry. Yeah, strawberry, yep. So, but if I understand correctly, uh, there may be a video of Brian tasting that and oh. giving his reaction. Yes, yes. Available. Yeah, that's the best thing is what we're talking about today. We're going to have a video going out Friday, uh-huh. uh, tomorrow, 
and uh, it's going to show these desserts. So if you're like, these oh, people wow. are scribing it, you can actually witness it and then see how we handle it, which is pretty much all of us are stuffed to our faces. Yeah, that's awesome. So so everything, all the food we've talked about today, we've got video of us sampling that and our yep. reaction that's, that's see, that you can see tomorrow where... Um, you can go to, it'll be up on AFB.com. It will also be up on our Facebook page, which is Arkansas Farm Bureau, as uh-huh. well as our YouTube page, Arkansas Farm Bureau. Okay. Um, but I always suggest people go to AFB.com and you can see it through there. Yeah, excellent. The one thing I didn't have that was voted on on Instagram, or the, the, the thing that I didn't even make it to, I didn't even lay eyes on this, was the deep fried lasagna. Did you try that one? I did. How I was did. It? I was really trying hard to have a bite of everything, but I realized uh-huh. I could fin- couldn't really finish anything. Yeah. Um it was good. It was good. They also had fried apples um with some sauce. Was this the caramel? <laughs> the thank fried caramel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what, guys? It's time to remember the names of everything, but it was the deep fried caramel apples. Yeah. That okay. that was great. And the lasagna was good. But man, those apples. Yeah. I don't know. I also have a sweet tooth. So Yeah. Well, I, I have a hot take. Okay. For the food that I tried. I wish do we have a sound for a hot take? I don't think we do. Okay, wait, wait. This sound? You wanna go this sound? Go ahead, Jason. That's very Zach Morris travels back in time on <laughs> Saved by the Bell. Um you know, my hot take is the best food I had was what I would put in the healthy ish category mm. like there is a truck out there that had kebabs beef mm-hmm. kebabs and steak kebabs that was that that may have been one of the best bites i had all day uh there was a greek um food vendor that had rice balls with euro meat yep. that, that everybody on the team that tried it i heard them just raving about it yep and then uh a a, a vendor that had uh, street tacos, either chicken or beef street tacos that were uh, really good too. So I, I guess the point is, is I mean, not that tons of people go to the fair to eat healthy, but right. if you want to go out there, and I talked to the guy, the owner of, of, of one of the places about that, and he said, you know, they do see more people coming out and looking for healthier yeah. options, and that's kind of what got them there. And so that those are options too if you want to go out and, and try and be a little bit healthier than healthier we were than all the fried uh hush puppies out there <laughs> than we were um, today um let me just tell you all those healthy things you named i mm-hmm. unfortunately did not try which yeah. makes me concerned about my taste but you know whatever i think it's okay I'll well check on it later <laughs> well tell us one more time so, yep. so today this this you know if you're listening to this podcast right now then it's probably thursday afternoon and you uh, should know that on Friday, uh, October the 15th. 11 a.m. Yeah, we are publishing a video uh, version of all the adventures you just heard about. Yeah. And where can folks see that? Yeah, you can go to AFB.com or you can visit our Facebook page, which is Arkansas Farm Bureau. Um, we'll publish the video tomorrow morning. Fair goes on from tomorrow till October 25th. They open daily yeah. at 11 a.m. Awesome. Yeah. Even, even we even got Steve Eddington in on the phone. Oh yeah, it's really hard to get a video of Steve, but yeah. um, we when it I think maybe because it involved food. Yeah, eh, he was like, "All right, that's fine." I'll awesome, awesome. Well, yeah, check that out. Hope hope you've enjoyed this uh, rundown of two very uh, 
um, unskilled food critics yep, on the yep. food at the Arkansas <laughs> State Fair. They did not hire me for this. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, well, cool. Thanks for hopping in here, Jenny, in the studio yep. and going over with this with us and uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. Anytime. Ah, thanks, Matthew. Well, thanks, Matthew. That's all for another Arkansas AgCast. We'll be back next Thursday with more of the latest news in Arkansas agriculture.